Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Today, we're going to dig into something a lot of us ponder about. Maybe we've experienced it, and we don't really know a lot about it. It's the NDE, the near-death experience. What does that look like? What do people report? Is there life after death? We're going to go into all of that with somebody that connects to the other side. Uh, very amazingly, she is a psychic medium, and her name is Leah. She's back with us. Welcome back. How are you? Thank you, Steve. Very good. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. This is uh, something, This is there's a movie out now, isn't there? Something loosely connected to this? There is. There's a movie out. It's called The After Death Movie. Um, I believe it's on the Angel Network. Um, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't give you my review of it. But from what I've gathered from friends, it's um, a movie predominantly about NDEs, which are near-death experiences, people who have crossed over and come back. Gotcha. Yeah, if I remember correctly, this uh, what we're referring to is, uh, is a documentary. Um, yes. And it's funny because I want to say maybe it was three years ago. I was talking with some people, one uh, producer in particular, he was working on this. He was going to do this and had interviewed a bunch of people, kind of doing a research to see where this goes about what people experience when they have a near-death experience and what that's like. And it's almost a cliche, but it all came back the same way in that, and I haven't seen the movie you're referring to yet, but people see the white light. Every one of them, I think, is like 90% of the people that he did the research on report that. And it's not that they want to. They really mean that they did. I don't know what it means. Um, what's your take on that? Um, I can only speak from my own experience of having an NDE when I was 17. And having an almost NDE in my 30s, then I saw the white light that day. But um, huh. when I was younger, I was in high school. And like I said, I had all these little gifts already that I was a little bit afraid of um, back in the day. And um, I got sick in high school. I was having trouble. I was on the softball team and I was having trouble um, picking up the ball. I was really tired. Um, I didn't know what was going on. But I knew when I went to bed at night, I can hear my heartbeat. Um and it was making a squishy noise, uh, like fluid. And I wasn't able to take deep breaths. But, you know, I was kind of raised like, unless you're bleeding out, don't bother me. We have lots to do. So that was kind of my mentality still is really. And um, I was in school at the lunch table and I started not being able to breathe too well. I had a boyfriend there at the time and I said, something's wrong with me. I can't take a breath. And every time I tried, I was getting serious, like heart pain and chest pain. And I didn't know what it was about. So, you know, you start breathing harder because now you're afraid. <clears throat> and like nowadays you probably would have said, oh, she's having an anxiety attack. Right. So my boyfriend rushed me over to the school nurse who was like nurse ratchet, if you want to, to not even that's mellow. Right. She was nurse ratchet. And he said, she can't breathe. She needs help. And she said, oh, just go back to lunch and leave me alone. And I literally must have been, you know, starting to turn blue and I got dizzy. And she said, oh, God, come into the room. 
And so um, she brought me into the room to the little nurse's office and laid me down and listened to my chest and like started, I could see her face kind of panic. Um, anyway, long story short was I had to go, my mom had to come and bring me to the hospital. And when they took x-rays of my chest, they saw that I had about a third left of my um, lungs left that weren't fluid. And my sac around my heart had gotten fluid around it. So I had walking pneumonia, which turned into pneumonia and pleurisy, which is the the pleuric lining around your heart. So that filled up with fluid. Um, and so that was the noise I was hearing when I was laying Eesh. down. And um, no wonder, right? I was so tired. So they told my mom I had to stay in the hospital. Um, you know, I need to need IVs and everything. And uh, I couldn't do it. I, you know, I was going to lose. I had just lost my father about six months prior um, to cancer. And I was a mess, <clears throat> excuse me, from that. And I thought if I, if I'm going to stay in the hospital now, I'm going to die, right? Like I'm not coming home either, just like my dad. And so I begged them to please let me go home. So they loaded me up with all this stuff and told my mom if I had any changes, I had to come back, you know, call the ambulance. So I slept in my living room at the time on the couch. By the time I got home, I was exhausted. Um, I don't know what time it was, but I woke up hours later and I sat up and I could breathe fine. And I thought, wow, this is awesome. And I remember just kind of sitting there and looking around my living room and it was a little surreal and I see the wood stove in front of me and all this stuff. And I realized, wait, what's like, what's going on? And I kind of looked down and my, um, from my waist, you know, to my thighs were still in my body, but I was laying on the couch still and my feet were on the other side of me. So it was like my butt was still in my body, but the rest of me was sitting up and now my feet were on the floor. But I was still kind of just sitting there and I looked at myself and I thought, something's not right. And so I looked down at the floor to see where my feet were and because I couldn't feel the floor, you know, <clears throat> and my feet were through my mother. So my mom was so nervous and wanted to listen to me breathe all night. She was, you know, sleeping on the floor next to me on the rug in the living room. And I had no clue. <clears throat> and so when I looked at her, you know, I had lost my brother two years to suicide prior to my dad. And so my mom, my poor mom had gone through my, my brother committing suicide, my father, who she'd been married to since she was 16, um, you know, 30 something years later dying, you know, just dying. And now I was her youngest daughter and I just knew I was going to die. <clears throat> and I remember thinking, looking at my mom and saying, no, I, I can't do this, God. I, it, this is going to kill my mother. And I put my arms across my chest and I flung myself back down onto the couch and I woke up with a snap. So I never got to the white light that day. And I woke my mother up because I realized I had died. And I said, you need to wake me up every 20 minutes, please. Like, I didn't want to tell her what happened. And it wasn't till years later, I realized, wow, you know, I, I died and came back. But God wow. was there listening. I said, I, I can't go now. I think they were giving me a choice. Um, so that happened. And it was pretty, you know, 
pretty powerful. So that was my NDE. Years later in my 30s, I had an operation and I to remove a, a tumor, which was no big deal. It was a laparoscopic thing. And um, I was in recovery, ready to go home. It was hours later and I crashed. And um, my heart rate went, all I remember is hearing like the monitor behind me start and beeping for the nurses. And oh. I couldn't, and I passed out and everything turned white. I So I got the white light that day, but um, they worked hard and got me back and shot me up and couldn't understand like why why that happened either. I, and, I, wow. And I've never, yeah. I never thought about that where there are some people who may be conscious and hear beep, 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 beep. Oh yeah. Like, well, I heard the whole thing. I heard the nurses talking, but I, mm. you know, I was just in this like white room. It, and it wasn't a white room per se. It was in my mind. You know, I was sitting in this white room waiting. What, um, what do you think that is? Like we said, people that have I think it's the light. I think it's the light of God and and love. You know, I was just gonna. I was just thinking the same thing. Like when we say, you know, I just want love and light. I want it for you. I want it for me. Um, yeah. Maybe that's what that means. Oh, my, totally. I I've actually had so. If you want to keep going with the NDE experiences, you know, it seems like people, I listen to them all the time because they're fascinating to me. Um, you can fast forward a couple of years when my mom, prior to my mom getting sick, this, you know, I had a dream where my mother's friends came to me um, in my old home. Of course, I wasn't living there anymore. And they said, you know, it's time for us to come take your mother. And I said, please, no. Like, I was going through more stuff then. I was like, please don't. And they said, okay. And they left. And I was like, well, well, wait. Like, I didn't get it. And it was almost like they were giving me that option of they wanted to tell me they were going to take my mother. But I think because I stayed for her then, I don't know. I, maybe God gave me the option. Like, and unfortunately, well, fortunately and unfortunately, my mother lived till almost 90, but, you know, she had gotten Alzheimer's and that was a, a long road for like six years. And mm. I feel like part of me had something to do with, please stick around for me. You know, I just couldn't do life without her at that point either. So she kind of gave back to me. So I'm, I'm hearing two th a common theme. Two things mm. from you is we can talk to whatever it is, God, spirit, you know, I, I don't want to say negotiate, but, you know, say, well, you know, yep. state, state what you, you know, where you're at at that moment. Um, Truth. You know, there's an amazing book. It's by Neil Donald Walsh and it's called home with God. And he, in that book talks about how God told him there is a point when we pass that we all have the choice and everyone in heaven stops for a second and listens. Um, it doesn't make sense to me because some people go to NDEs, NDEs and they say Jesus or God tells them they have to come back. But I believe that's the bigger picture. And I also believe that there's times we have a choice. And do you want to come back? And I probably would have given myself a lot less grief had I left when my mom was, you know, on the floor that day, but I'm so glad I stuck around. Life is worth it, you know, no matter what happens.
I don't want to say, you know, classic portrayal of the NDE, but it's kind of, it, it all follows through. Like when you hear, you know, people say I was up and I was looking down on my life on myself, you kind of were, you know, cause yeah. you were ha- half out of your body at that point, the white light in, in another instance, um, you know, I don't want to gravitate toward the same stuff that people say, but maybe they are saying it for a reason because that's what happens when you have an NDE. Yeah, I wouldn't discount anyone that's had sure. their experience. And and from what I've learned being a medium and all the readings I've done and books I've read and teachers I've had, um, I have to say you do create, just like we create our own reality here, with our thoughts and our choices and, and what we pick to do or be every day. Um, I believe some of it, you create your own experience when you cross over as well. You know, those who are in fear, those who are afraid or you're basically your own worst judgment. Like, geez, I really feel bad. I, I stole money from the bank. Right. So you go through your life thinking, Oh, when I go to heaven, I'm going to be in trouble. I think you create that when you go there, but you can also ask for forgiveness and you can also ask for help and you get it. Well, how do you feel when they say that in many religions, all sins are forgiven? You know, God forgives your sins. Is, is you think- oh, I don't think you give them. I don't think you forgive them yourself. I think a lot of it's about forgiving yourself. Yeah. And trust me, a lot of people do a lot of not nice things. I hate the bad word. Um, that are kind of unforgivable on a human aspect. Um, yeah, even, you know, I've experienced people have done some really nasty things to myself as well that, but I also think we're not born like that either. I think we're born with a soul from God or your higher power, whatever you want to, um, believe in. And that is born predominantly good. And in love and life happens. And we don't know another person's another person's story or why they're being n- not good or why they have, even now with all this stuff going on in the world, right? Why they have war mentality. War is the biggest waste of energy and time as far as I'm concerned. You know, I I can't believe we still fight over dirt or differences, you know, like we draw the line and say, well, you like you worship this way and I worship that way. So you're wrong and we need to fight and kill each other because of it. Instead of just embracing each other yeah. and working together it drives me nuts. Somebody said to me the other day, and you know, I don't want to, I almost turn away from the, the skirmish and the whole situation. Cause it's just so yeah. painful even to see what's so going painful. on. Mm-hmm. But somebody said, you know, people who are doing things to other people in other countries, how would you like that done to your kids? Why, right. not, why not look at it that way? And and then I saw a video of a man being carried away from rubble on a stretcher, you know, ba- barely together, if you will. Mm-hmm. And they, they get him to the ambulance, they put him in the back. And then there's a, a boy like eight and he's banging on the ambulance Ugh. and he's just, he doesn't even know what to do. I think yep. it was either his dad or a relative. And yes. it's just like, wow. 
you know, why is are that we all- doing this to each other? Why? I, I yeah. don't, I don't get it. I don't never understood it. it. Is that worth I mean, all of it? You know, is there a better way to, you know, figure this out? Uh, there is a better way. If you, uh, if you, if everyone starts looking within themselves and taking care, look, you're human. I'm human, right? We have human tendencies. You get mad at the guy across the street for his dog goes to the bathroom on your lawn, right? Something so insignificant and ridiculous, but we argue with people over those little things, right? We have to start in our own yard in order for everyone to kind of come up together and get rid of this. And I think when when tragedy happens like this, a lot more people who are light workers and who um, understand the bigger picture of love and how we can all work together, you know, those people rise up as well, just like you and myself and and so many other people. There are so much other good things in the world. Mm. Lose sight of we. I mean, animals get animals work together better than we do. Look at an ant ant colony. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I mean, we don't know the, the you know the deeper inner workings of the ants. You know, there there could be fighting and things going on. But when you as a whole, they all look like they're well working together, getting it all done. You know? Which is what we should be doing. Look at like tragedies like 9-11, right? It was such a beautiful time in the world, even though it was so tragic, but everyone pulled together, right? There wasn't the this ad- adoration for um, celebrities and football players and whatever. It was we were all just one people and we were all trying to help each other and work with each other. And then it just goes away. Yeah. And then here's war again. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm on my soapbox this morning. I'm right there with you. Uh, I do a radio show where I play music, um, but I end it every single day with with the same words. Be kind to each other. Correct. And be the change. That's my Instagram motto. Be the change you want to see in the world because you we have to change ourselves before we can all change as a whole. And so it starts at home. Well, it it kind of goes back to the golden rule: do one to others as you would yeah. like them to do to yourself. Yeah, Who but, taught you that, right? I know, but and it's that was so Jesus. It's so, <laughs> Hello, you know, it's like your mom used to say that to you, and and it's it's an elementary thing. But how would you like to get? Would you like to be treated that way, the way you're treating other people? Like, no, oh, it's a, no. I, you know, we talked about the NDE. Uh, I've heard of an STE. What is that? So STE, so not to be confused with an STD. Yeah. It's a, it's um a spiritually transformative experience. So it's similar to an NDE, but you don't Die. cross to the other side, correct? Um there's an entire population of people who have STEs. And, you know, that could be anything from um, sitting with grandma while she's passing and you see an angel come into the room. You actually see it, you know, not just in your mind, but it's there. Okay. And you realize there's way more to life than meets the eye. Um, it's one of my favorite co- quotes from Horatio, right? There's more to heaven and earth than meets the eye. Um, and so I've had a couple of those and it wasn't until... I went to a seminar with a bunch of other mediums um, two years ago, <clears throat> and I met 
a bunch of people who had a bunch of STEs. And I said, what is that? I have no idea. And when they started explaining it, I realized, wow, I had, I had two or three of those, you know, um, they're profound experiences that um, leave you with the absolute knowing there is more to this world than we see every day. Is that similar to a spiritual awakening? Yep. And I've heard yeah. that described so many different ways. Uh, I know somebody that's, that said that they had one. And it lasted over a year and it wasn't, mm-hmm. pl- it, she said it wasn't pleasant. It was it's just a lot of things coming at me. A lot of things that just, uh, it's almost hard to explain everything when she got through with it. It was fantastic. Life was yes. totally changed and f- way for the better, but going through it wasn't good. That's just one description of. Right. And so there's many words for the words, right? Um, for those things. And so you want to call that the dark night of your soul. It's not really uh, literally a, a night. It's a dark place of your life that you're kind of muddling through. And then if this helps, um, you can have an STE, a spiritually transformed experience during that time that now you spiritually awaken. Hmm. Okay, so it's like um, it's like the long time ago when those what is it the ladies of Fatima I can't remember the the Marys saw they saw Mother Mary right so even though they believed in God then that was an experience so that was a spiritual experience for them that then awakened them to more there's more in life than we know mm. if that helps better yeah. And does that have anything to do with, um, and and this is it would take forever to explain this and go into it, but the, <laughs> the thing that's called a the dimensions that we're in, you know, the third dimension, the fourth dimension, then the fifth dimension. That's a long explanation, yes, but but is this kind of loosely? So we're in the third dimension, right? We're in supposedly now. I I don't know, like I said, but that's what I've been told. The third dimension is heavy, it's hard, it's here, it's earth, it's now. Everybody's saying, well, you have to make your way to the fifth dimension, to this dimension. It's not like there's a new earth being made and you get to go, oh, hop, skip, and now I'm not going to be in that dimension anymore. I think we vacillate between them as far as our vibration goes. Everything is energy and vibration, right? Yeah. So our passed on loved ones are in another, they're in a higher vibration than we are. Right. So when I give mediumship, we connect with them. They're in a different dimension, but it's still here. And when we vibrate higher and use better words and don't have the war energy and don't fight with each other and find better terms to use, we vibrate higher. So we're vibrating out of this dimension into a higher one. And From what I understand collectively, that's where we're all supposed to be going. And that's why there's a lot of turmoil because now humanity is raising its consciousness to a better uh, dynamic and dimension and learning that life means a lot more than people do. But there's also, there's always the polarity of the other side and hence the turmoil going on. 
I, but it's for us to bring the beauty and the light. You know, we need more people to do that every day. I, I'm on your page there in terms of these yeah. dimensions, and and we don't understand it as deep as maybe others do. I don't know, whatever. But some do. It's a, a level of consciousness as well, where you know you you sometimes your your toe is dipping into the fourth. Um, you know, and, and I don't know if it was even possible to be in the fifth dimension even forty years ago. Because it's just the way evolution is moving us forward. Um, and by the way, we're not talking about the five G conspiracy in your cell phone. There's nothing to do with this. No, no, no. <laughs> Some it's, people it's, not, it's our evolution. But if you look back, even to the biblical times, right? Um, there was so much strife among um, religions, Jews and Palestines and Catholics and Christians and this one and that one. It's like it's the labels humanity puts on themselves. Like if you were one religion and I was another, we wouldn't even, and we had different views. How could we even sit here and talk? But we are just two people sitting here with the same energy and the same goals of, of enlightening others. And that's the way it should be. There should be no labels to be you like going for pizza. I hate pizza. Big deal. Right. It's a good analogy. And I, if I'm not going to like you because you you love pizza and I hate it, what's the problem? You know, I have to embrace your beliefs and your likes and dislikes as much as I expect you to embrace mine. But imagine we both don't like pizza or I do, you don't, whatever, <laughs> but we're vibrating in a higher Together. frequency so then it's easier to resolve that. Oh, you don't like pizza? All right. Well, why don't we um why don't we both have calzones then? Okay, great. No problem. Yes. Because we're we're at a higher level of vibration. We're not sitting low where it's all nastiness and that's working uh, together. Or it's saying, Oh, you like pizza? That's wonderful. I don't like it. So well, let's go to dinner and you can have your pizza and I'll have my calzone. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. Instead of Instead of arguing over that, like we argue over the left side, the right side, this wing, that wing, and look at all the strife. Why? We have so many problems here at home and so many beautiful things that mean so much more. And if we all just kind of had a spiritual awakening and could really realize how much life and how much importance each person brings to the table, everyone is worth you know, everyone has so much worth, they just don't understand that. Right. Or they're not allowed or permitted to Correct. show it because of the strife and, and the disagreements and everything. I know we got a right. little deep here. Didn't mean to you yeah, know, go too political. No, not at all. Not at all. But it's <laughs> it's interesting, you know, uh, talking about this whole dimension thing because people will be talking about it more and more. I just think the level of consciousness for all this stuff is has been elevated in the last bunch of years uh, where more people are want to connect with the psychic to connect with the other side, are open to energy healing, are open to metaphysics. It wasn't happening the same way 10, 12, 15 years ago. It's just a different, it's a different mindset. And maybe that is right. what we're talking about where, you know, Evolving. People, I, right. From the third to the the, the, the fourth and the fifth. Fifth, whatever, yeah. yeah. So you, yeah, I'm just glad to be here. <laughs> we, yeah. Uh, just be kind to each other. That's all. Come on. Um, you, you do connect for people and bring comfort, closure, answers, and all of that. We didn't even get deep into that today. 
we were talking about <laughs> okay. the you know the process of passing. Uh, how yeah. do we find you, Leah? Um, so everything I have is Medium Leah. It's Medium L E A H. It's MediumLeah.com. MediumLeah at Yahoo.com. I have a YouTube channel that you're uh, the king of right now, and it's MediumLeah at YouTube. And same with my Instagram, everything. So find me really easy that way. Yeah. Always love talking with you. You too. You too. So I got off subject today. No, but not at all. And, and, it's an and interesting I, thing. And, and I do like pizza, but in the last <laughs> bunch of months, the, the large intake of cheese is not agreeing with me and I'm not happy about it. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that'll do it too. You know, your bodies are getting my body. And everyone else I'm talking to seem to get, be getting more sensitive as well. Your bodies, right? To things. I'm having adverse reactions to things that I've never That's had it. a problem. Like in the last with. six months, it's just yeah. I don't know it's what it is. Really amazing, yeah. Uh, or we're evolve, we're evolving, or we're getting well, old. We're all <laughs> we're all we're all rising. So yeah. get rid of all the junk. Yeah, exactly. Well, I look forward next time we get a chance to get together. Me too. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council.